She saw the face of Evelyn, the dying woman who now owned her practice, and she saw Evelyn's malevolent son-in-law, and then she saw the face of the dead soldier. What fool goes to Alaska alone in a vehicle like this? She had guaranteed herself limitless stretches of driving like this, her children occupied or asleep while all she could do would be to contemplate her many mistakes and the fundamental mistake of knowing other people, all of whom would ultimately die or try to kill her. Finally, she saw the words RV Park on a hand-painted sign and pulled into a gravel lot. She drove slowly past a tall wigwam, a totem pole next to it, leaning heavily to the right. The office was a pink aluminum trailer, and within there was one dim amber light. She knocked on the door, producing a weak, tinny sound. Second, a woman's voice said from somewhere deep within. Thank you, Josie said to herself, and said it again to the woman who answered the door. The woman was about her age, with black hair done up in a beehive. The sight of it, almost a foot high, brought Josie briefly to a cheerful 1950s place where the future was bulbous and sleek and reaching upward. That yours? The woman said, her chin giving a quick acknowledgement of the chateau. One night? Josie confirmed one night, and in a rare burst of chattiness, asked the woman, How you doing tonight? Dropping her G for no reason she could account for. Hoping for rain the woman said. Need some rain. Josie nodded, not immediately understanding why. She thought of farms, crops, droughts, not knowing Alaska to be a major agricultural state, but then remembered the fires. She'd heard a radio report that day that counted at least 150 currently burning. Hope you get some, Josie said, still using her new fake accent. The woman charged her $45 and told Josie she could stay parked where she was or park anywhere on the lot that suited her fancy. The entire lot was empty. Breakfast at seven if you want it, the woman added and closed her door. When Josie returned to the chateau, the kids were awake. Did we move? Paul asked. Josie explained they had moved, but left out the part about the state trooper. She couldn't predict how the presence of any police officers would affect either child. Sometimes police made them feel safe. Other times, they implied the closeness of chaos and crime. More so than any other earthly threat, the kids were preoccupied with the idea of robbers. Every third night in their Ohio home, Josie had to explain that there were no robbers in their town. There were. That they had an elaborate alarm system they did not, that there was no remote possibility of any robber ever getting within a mile of their house. The house next door had been burglarized in the early evening three months earlier by a pair of meth addicts who had beaten the owner senseless with his own tennis racket. Let's go back to sleep, she said, knowing it would not happen. Her children were hungry. Anna wanted to see the wigwam, Josie noted it was almost 3 a.m. and the world was asleep, but the children had no interest in that news. And so, after feeding them cold quesadillas and raw vegetables from a plastic bag, she let them watch Tom and Jerry in Espanol above the cab. 
She poured herself a splash of the second pinot she'd bought in Anchorage and stared into the woods before her. She found her Old West magazine, turned to trails grown dim, and found a doozy. My father, Addison Elmer Hoyt, lost his genealogy book of the Hoyt family in or near Polson, Montana, about 1916, at least before World War I, and was too ill to search for it. Our family Bible shows Hoyt ancestors in Worcester, New Braintree, Massachusetts, about 1723 or earlier. The first Hoyt listed is Benjamin, born 1723, killed in the Battle of Ticonderoga. Benjamin had a son, Robert, born May 6, 1753, married to Nancy Hall, daughter of Zacchaeus Hall and Mary Jennison Hall. After all these years, do you suppose that the Hoyt book is still in existence? Possibly there were ink sketches of horses, little birds, and fine penmanship in the book as